Today's daf is Kedushan daf Yud Ches. We are at the fourth wide line on daf Yud Zayin Omid Beis. Hanirza. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refuah shalema for Yosi ben Rachel and Miriam bas Rivka. Today's daf is also being learned leilu nishmas fegaleir bas Yaakov Zev and leilu nishmas tova Yafa bas Tzvi. So we're moving along. In the sugya of Avodim, specifically the sugyas that deal with the laws of an Eved Ivri and an Amma Ivriya. So we've already introduced the sugya of Avodim twice in this Machser, once yesterday, seven and a half years ago from the last Machser. So I think we can dive right in to the sugyas. So the Gemara had brought a Braisa that said that Hanirza. So although there is a concept of Yerusha when it comes to an Eved Ivri, stating that an Eved Ivri that's a Nirza and an Eved Ivri that was sold to an Oved Kechavim, in the event that the master dies, this Eved Ivri is Enoi Oved, he will not have to serve. There is no Yerusha when it comes to an Eved Ivri that's either a Nirza or he's a nimkar la'evet k'echavim. Zok to Gemara, nirza, how do you know? That there's no Yerusha when it comes to a nirza, because the Pasuk says, v'rotza adoinov es oznoi ba'martzea, v'avodoi lo'olam, and we learn from there, v'avodoi, the nirza has to work for his adoin. However, if he dies, and now it's his son and his daughter that yarshened him, this nirza will not have to work for the children. How do you know that an Evid that was sold to an Evid Kechavim, and now the Evid Kechavim dies, that there's no Hilchas Yerusha? So Chizkiah said, it's learned that from the following Pasuk. It says, V'chishav now that Pasik is talking about the parsha of Geulas Kroifen. So an Eved Ivri was sold to an Eved Kechafen. The Torah says, oi doi doi, oi ben doi doi, a whole lengthy parsha in the Torah that describes what the Kroifen should do. Raise the funds and try to bail him out, redeem him from this bondage that he finds himself in. The Torah is mechadish that if they do that, they don't acquire him but rather he goes free. But the point is that the Torah says that when you go through that redemption process, you should make a cheshven of how much money probably needs to be paid when you bail him out. What's the computation? How much money was he sold for? How much did he work? Prorate the years, the days, the months, the weeks, and based on that, you'll have some sort of cheshbon. Now, the Torah says, You should make the cheshbon with the person that acquired the evidivri. You're making the cheshbon with the person that acquired him. Maybe you're making the cheshbon with his son. Maybe he died and his son yarshed him. Oh, must be. It's There is no din Yerusha when it comes to an Eved Ivri that was sold to an Eved Kechav. So again, although there is a concept of Yerusha when it comes to an Eved Ivri, however, how do you know these two halachas that learned out from Psukim respectively? Nirza, because it says, to the and Eved Ivri, because it says, the Gemara now, until the two dots, about eight lines from the top of Daf Yud is going to digress. The digression is a very important Gemara. In fact, 
the Gemara we're about to learn is an often quoted sugya in in Yonim of Raid and in Allah Lamaisa. So it's only about 15 lines long. But it's Miyotakamos, it's Reva Eichos, and it deals with the topic of Hilchais Nachalois and Hilchais Yerusha as it relates to Oiv Dekechavim. So we're quite familiar with the parish of Nachlis. It's mentioned in the Torah, in Parashas Pinchas. It was mentioned as a reaction to the plea of the Bnei Slavchot. It's discussed in a parak in Shas called Perak Yesh the end of Masechtis Baba Basra. And it's very, very detailed, very, very nuanced. What about as it relates to an Oivet Kechavim? In the world of the Bnei Noyach, do they have a Hilchas Nachlis? Do they not have a Hilchas Nachlis? Chazal discussed it. Where did they discuss it? Right here. Kedushin daf yud zayin amid beis. Kedushin daf yud ches Why was it discussed here? Because as we'll see from what we just mentioned, the first few lines of the daf, there's a giloy into something very, very critical in terms of understanding Yerusha so evdeke chafim. Oh my Rav, Rav said, so if you have a father who's an Anjou, he has a son that's an Anjou. That son, Yarshin's his father. How do I know that? I know it from the parsha of Avodim. I know it from Chizkiyah's Jerusha. Because Chizkiyah Darshan from the Chizkiyah's Kineo. That in the event that there's an Evikichavim that owns an Evadivri, and then the Evikichavim dies, the Evadivri does not go over by Yerusha. Michal Rav said, what do you see from here? The Isla Yarshin. That there is a parsha of Yerusha when it comes to an Ovid Kechavim. Because if you're going to tell me that there's no parish of Yerusha when it comes to an Ovid Kechavim, then what's the Chiddush? Why is this newsworthy that the Ovid Ivri who was sold to an Ovid Kechavim doesn't go over to Yerusha? A house, a shor, a chamar, anything that the Ovid owns doesn't go over to Yerusha. Oh, says Rava, what do you see from here? Michal de Yerushim. That Usually, there is a parsha of Yerusha. Punked here, there's a meal, there's a drasha that says, Rava continued, and Rava said, What about a get? What if there was an Ovik who had a son that was an Ovik and then that Ovik the son, was Megayer? Says Rava, That son, who's now a yid, will not yarshin his father, who's not a yid, Medeirai. So, Elamedivrei Soifer. However, Midrabonon, he will. Now, the reason he doesn't yarshin him, Midairaisa is because Gershon is Geyer, Kikotin Shanoiladami. So he's no longer his father's son. So Midairaisa, although a guy Yarshin's his father, that's a guy, but a son who's Kikotin Shanoiladami no longer has Yachas to his father. And it's for that reason, Midairaisa, he can't Yarshin. Stating that, Rava said, Midivrei Soifrim, he does, and he based it on a Mishnah. The Tran, we learned in a Mishnah, and this Mishnah is a Mesechtis Demai. What happens if there was an Oivik Echavim? An Eni Yehudi, a non Jew who died. He left over two sons. One of them was a non Jew, the other one had been Megayer. So the Mishnah says, Ger Yachal Oivik Oivik Echavim, the Ger could tell his brother, quote unquote, who's an Oivik Echavim, Tul Ata Avoides Echavim, why don't you take all of dad's Avoides Zarev, and he mice. I'll take the cash. Or tul ata yaya nesech. You take the yaya nesech, which I can't benefit from, vani peros, and I'll take the peros. So the Mishnah says he could. If he wants to do that, that's something he could do. Mishabal, shuz ger aser. If, however, they already sat down, and they made a yachloiku, and the ger took avodazoro, he took yaya nesech, and now he wants to swap it out with his brother that's an avodazoro, that already he can't do. What's the difference? If he has possession of the avodazoro, if he has possession of the yaya nesech, and now he goes over 
to his brother and says, you know what, you take this that I've already possessed and in exchange give me something that I'm allowed to benefit from, that's not okay because it turns out that the ger who's a yid is benefiting from the Avodah Zara and from the Yayin Asach. And we know these are things that are also about. No, if it didn't come into his possession yet, then it's mutter. It's still a chiddush that it would be mutter because invariably he is benefiting from it. But al koponim, that's taloch. If it comes into his possession, it's us. If it didn't come into his possession, it's going to be mutter. What's Rav's time of Esau? So you're going to tell me that Ger Yarshin's his father. Even if it didn't come into his rishos, it should still be aser ki shakol chilufe avodas kechavim Because Yerusha is something that goes into a child's rishos memela. So even if he didn't physically take possession of it, but halachically it was it was definitely his. So what's the difference if it did come into his rishos? It didn't come into his rishos. Memorav shachit came into his rishos because of the parish of Yerusha. Said Rava must be that midday raisa. Really, a ger does not yarshin his father, and this far is like we mentioned because gershin is character cut in shanoyla dami elamid rabbanon. However, mid rabbanon he does, and the reason is gzera who the avid rabbanon the rabbanon imposed a gzera, and the reason is shemay yachsel because they were concerned that if you're going to tell a ger that if you are megayer, you're not going to yarshin your father anymore, you may disincentivize people from being megayer, which. Could be Chazal did, but worse, if someone is already Megayer, you may incentivize him to go back to becoming an Ovikechavim. And Toysav says that even though if a Ger goes back to becoming an Ovikechavim, it's not going to help because once you're Megayer, you're Megayer, it's too late. I mean, it's like any person that Rahman al-Latzan goes away from the Yiddish Avek, but it's not like you could undo your Geiris, but he might not hop that. And as a result, he may think, oh, you know something? If I was an Ovikechavim, I would have Yarshim my father. Think of a man who dies at Geisigvir and now he's losing out on his whole Yerusha because he became a Yid and Gershon is Dami. so he might say you know something let me go back mistakenly thinking that that would actually work so pre- to prevent something like that from happening this is what Chazal instituted so Rav said that uh, so a Ger doesn't he has arrived from a mission of a Mai the Lundis the Svar is Gershon is Chazal said he should have a Din Yerusha Tanya Nami Hachi a price that supports what Rav said the Medvar Mamurim when do we say that a Ger can tell his brother that's an Ovi Kechavim you take the things that I'm not let benefit from anyways and I'll take the good stuff that's Kishay Yarshu when it comes to Yerusha but let's say they'd be involved in a Shutfus let's say they'd be business partners there wouldn't be okay what's the difference the difference is because if they're Shutfin they possessed it already and once you possess it it's not okay so again this is a Brisa that essentially says exactly what the Mishnah says which is Ravaz Makar that again it doesn't Yarshu his father However, Midrabanon he does. Another halacha, this is all Rava talking. Whose father is a ger. So in this case, the father was Megayer, the son is still an Evikechavim. Or Geres Ager, side the father, side the son, they were both Megayer. So in these situations, there, the son doesn't Yarshin Midai Raisa, he also doesn't Yarshin Midai Now, before we find the Makar, what's the Svara? He doesn't Yarshin Midai Raisa because once there's a Tzad Ger, Gershin is Dami. If the father was Megayer, he's Kanchanoil Dami, his son is no longer a son. If they're both Megayer, so they're both new people. So that's Pashat that Midai Raisa is not going to be Geris. Why don't we say that Midai Raisa there should be Geris, Gzera, Shema, Yachsar, Lusuroi? 
The reason is because over here the father is the one that is the cause that there's not going to be any Yerusha. So you're going to tell the son you can't Yarshin. The son's going to say, oh boy, I didn't realize that. Let me go undo my Geiris. It's not going to help anyways because even if in his mind he's right and he could undo the Geiris, but if the father was Megayer, then Maman of Shacht is going to be a Geirish in the sky, Kanchanayol Dami. So there's no Svarat to say that the father will undo his Geirish because he can't be Merish to the son. The assumption is that the son will want to undo his Geirish because he doesn't want to lose out in the Yerusha. So in the case where the father is the Geir and the son is Levi Kechavim, there's no Svarat. But even in the case where they were both Megayer, being that the father was also Megayer, and the father being Megayer himself is a reason that there shouldn't be Yerusha, so there's no Svarat of Shem Yachsel Surai, and it's for that reason, said Rava, Ever Kechavim as a Geir, and Geir as a Geir, and he had a raya from, it sounds like a Mishnah, but really it's a Bryce of the Tanya, love If somebody borrows money from a Ger, whose sons were Megayer with him. So this is a Malva, who was a non Jew. Him and his Mishpacha, they were all Megayer. So the lawyer had to pay up the loan. He goes to the Malva and he found out that the Malva died. So the Bryce says a very big Kiddush. Do not return the loan to the sons. Then And if you do, Chazal are not going to be happy with you. Now, Rashi says right away, Really? This is like the worst thing you can do? A non-Jew loaned you money and he was Megayer and his sons were Megayer and you want to, out of the goodness of your heart, you want to be a decent human being and you want to return the money that you borrowed to the family. So we have a Koloimar Rashi. The last words of the Amid. It doesn't mean you're going to get a slap on the wrist. What it means is that don't think you're going to get shishi the next day in this matrish. Like, we don't really care so much about what you did. It's not such a huge deal. But the Gemara asks Akasha, is that true? Vahatanya, and over here, the Vilna Gaon changes the gears to Vahatanan. So the Tanan, you have to change to a Tanya, and the Tanya, you have to change to a Tanan. But the bottom line is, we have a, a Mishnah that says, just the opposite, that you don't have to return it, but if you return it, you have to say it's not true. One is talking about where the children that were Megayer were Megayer were born when their mother was not yet a Jew. So, two parents, non-Jews, they had a family. And then they were all Megayer. So the children were conceived, Shaloi Bektusha, Shaloi Bektusha, and they were born Shaloi Bektusha. The Khan Shaloi Bektusha, the second case, the Mishnah that says, we'll explain this in a second, is talking about where the children were conceived, therefore they were born non-Jews, and therefore we view them as being Gerim, however, they were born Bektusha. And being that they were born Bektusha, over there we treat the situation a little bit differently, and there we say, you're not to return it, however, if you do return it, so when you have a Ger who was over there, you don't have to return this loan to the children. And not just that, it's not something that you had to do. If, however, it was even though the children are gerim, and again, you don't have to return it, but at the same time, and the reason is, it's the top Rashi. 
because being that this child was born Bektusha, we're worried Michlev be Yisrael Gamada. People might confuse this child with a regular Yid. child certainly looks like a Yid. He was born, his mother was Jewish. Oh, it was Heiros, it should be So being that it looks a little bit like he's a regular Yid, the situation is going to be different. But the bottom line is, what do you see from this Brysa or Mishnah? What you see is that if a Malva loans somebody money, and then the Malva dies, the loan doesn't go over Yerusha to his children. The children do not yarshin. And the case was where the father was a ger, and the children were gerim. And not only does it go over to Yerusha, but lo yachser. It's not even something that you're mechuyiv to do midirabanon. So you see that although there is a parish of Yerusha when it comes to Evdekechavim, but at the same time, if it's a ger from a ger, and the same would be if it is a from Megair, Zulbasa Svaro, over there did be no Yerusha, not Midairaisa, not Midirabonon. Now you want to know in that situation if you return it, it is a good thing or is it a bad thing. We have a steer and the Gemara reconciled what the answer to the steer is. But what we need is that the Ikra Halva did not go over by Yerusha, Afilu Midivrei Saifrim, because that's a situation where there's going to be no Yerusha. So what's the Sikum of Rabbah's Kitzah Shulchan Aruch? of Seyda Nachlis when it comes to which again is a lot shorter than the Shulchan Aruch of Seyda Nachlis when it comes to Yisrael Oyve uh, Kechavim who has a son that's an Oyve Kechavim the Oyve Kechavim dies his son Yarshins him Midday Raisa if you have an Oyve Kechavim that has a son that was Megayer Midday Raisa there's no Yerusha Gershin is there's a Raya from the Mishnah Demai Tanya Nami Hochi a Raya from Abraisa as well stating that Midarabonon Zeir Hashem Yachsa the Surah Chazal said he should have a uh, parsha of Yerusha. What if you have a father of Yerusha that was Megayer and his sons of Yerusha that was not Megayer? Or the father and the son were both Megayer. In that case, there's no Yerusha with Eriyas, Gersh, and Iskari, Kukat, and Shanoil Dami. There's also no Yerusha with Rabbanu, because over here you don't have this father of Gzeira, Shemayach, Silvestre. Why did we get into this conversation? It all began because Rava said, I have a source that is Yerusha when it comes to Eved Kechavim from the Parsha of Avadim, specifically from the Halacha that the Gemara began the Daf with. And that is, Nimkul Eved Kechavim, Enu Yoyved Loyas Abem, Loyas Abbas. And how do I know that? Chizki said it's one time from Apostle. He says, Vichichavim Koineu, Im Koineu, Velo Yorshe Koineu. Or Vaistois, or the Madden. That traditionally, Michlal, the Isla Yerusha, that, order, that usually there is going to be a parish of Yerusha. So Rabbah holds that there's a parish of Yerusha when it comes to Evikachavim, and the Makar is Vechishadim Keneo. So after Gemara, there's another Makar. Pchibar Abinam Rabbi Yochinon, Pchibar Abinam said the name Rabbi Yochinon, Evikachavim Yerusha, Savat Vartair. He said what Rabbah said, but a different Makar. And Evikachavim Yerusha is his father, Medei Raiso, Dechsev, because it says in the Pasik, Ki Yerusha Le'esav, Nosati is Harsev. So the context is Devarim Perik Beis. So this is Parshas Dvarim, where Moshe Rabbeinu is recounting the events that took place when the Yidin were in the Midbar. And Moshe Rabbeinu told the Yidin that as we were making our way through the Midbar, so we were embarking upon the lands of Esav. And I told you at the time, Al Tiskarubam, don't chepper with the descendants of Esav. Because their lands you're not going to get. Ad Midrach Kafrogel, Ki Nasati is because those lands, Harseir, it's a Yerusha, it's an inheritance, and it belongs to the family of Esau. Said Rabbi Barabin, in the name of the great Rabbi Yechanan, Yerusha, Esau, Esau was an Ovi Kechav. Oh, must be. Dvar Torah, you see from here, there's Yerusha when it comes to an Ovi Kechav. But the Gemara says, I don't know if this is a right, because we don't know Yisrael, Mumashani. Esau was a non-Jew. Esau was a Yid. 
His father was Yitzchak. His mother was Rivka. He was a Yid. Now, granted, he was a mummer. He was an Eved Abed Zara. He did a lot of bad things. But at the same time, he's a Yisrael. So it could be there's no Yerusha when it comes to an Eved Kechavim, but there is Yerusha when it comes to a Yisrael mummer. We're going to get back to this. Hello, Mehacha, you're right. Rebchir said, I don't mean it from that Pasik, but I mean it from a few Psukim later. Because Moshe Rabbeinu continues his narrative, and he says that after we went through the lands of Esau, we came to the land of Loit. Mayav. Because R is an inheritance to, to the Bnei Loit. And the Bnei Loit are certainly ain't a Yehudim. So you see clearly this Yerusha, it's a Pasuk in the Torah, Dvar Torah when it comes to Nebuchadnezzar Chavim. Either way, these are the two Makairis that this Yerusha when it comes to Nebuchadnezzar Chavim. Rav learned it from the Chishav in Keneu, Reb Chiyah Bar Abin, Amar Rabbi Yochan learned it from Kilav Nei Loit, Nasati Asar Yerusha. Zok Tamar, Reb Chiyah Bar Abin, my time of the Yom HaKar Rav. Reb Chiyah Bar Abin, why didn't he learn like Rav? So he said, because me, Ksiv, the Chishav in Keneu, Veloyim Yarshi Keneu. Meaning, the whole drasha was very, very subtle. It says, Mechitavim Kaineo, maybe Kaineo, and Yarshe Kaineo. For Rav, my time of the Yom Akarab Chibar Abin, why did Rav Alok Rab Chibar Abin, Mishum Kvoyda Dav Ramshani? Because it could be, although it's true, the Torah says that the inheritance of Loit was an inheritance, it went over the Yerusha, but it could be it's. Uh, Chiddush HaTorah, and maybe it's not coming lolamed ala klal kuloi that there is a parish of Yerusha when it comes to Evi Kechavim. Maybe dafka loit, and why would loit be special? Bishum kvoidoi da Avram because of Avram Avinu's shaykes to loit, and as a result, maybe you can't learn anything from here. Either way, there's a lot to talk about on this Gemara that we learned. Again, we said it's miotakamos, it's reiva echos, and Hashem in the raid, we're going to get back to it. But we now return to our regular program, which is the parsha of Avadim, and the daf, this part of it anyways, begins with a, another brysa that compares and contrasts the laws of an Evan Ivri with the laws of an Am Evriya. So this next part of the daf is going to feel a little bit more like the previous daf. There are certain laws that apply to an Evan Ivri that don't apply to an Am Evriya. And there are certain laws that apply to an Am Evriya that don't apply to an Evan Ivri. The laws that apply to an Evan Ivri that don't apply to an Am Evriya. This may come as a little bit of a shock. And Evan Ivri goes out after six years, not an Am Evriya, Really? Ube and evidently goes out by Yoival. Ube Misasa Adain. Additionally, if the Adain dies, an Evid Ivri goes free. When does an Evid Ivri go free if the Adain dies? So either if he doesn't leave over a son or a Nirza. A Nirza goes out free if the Adain dies. Masha'en Kimbe Evri. And all of this is not by an Amavriya, meaning an Amavriya is not Yoitsa Bishanim, not Yoitsa Biyoival, and it's not Yoitsa Bimisasa Adain. Says the Bryce of Yeshpe Evriya. What does the uh, Amavriya have that an Evid Ivri doesn't have? Number one, Ivriya Yoitzabisimanim. An Amavriya goes out when she becomes a Naira. That's not true by an Evid Ivri. The Enonim Keres Finishness, you can't sell an Amavriya twice. So once an Amavriya is sold, she cannot be sold again. Umafta Noisa Balkarchoi, and not just that, Balkarchoi, we redeem her. Masha'en came be ivri, and this again is all not true when it comes to an evidivri. So this brisa is a brisa stuma, and from here until Kamat, the end of the daf, the Gemara is going to analyze and discuss this brisa. So again, what did the brisa say? There's certain things that you have by an evidivri that you don't have by an amavriya. And there's certain things you have by an amavriya that you don't have by an evidivri. What do you have by an evidivri that you don't have by an amavriya? Shonim, Yoival, 
What do you have by an Amavri that you don't have by an Evidivri? Simonin. She can't be sold and sold again. And not just that, Umaftin Oysa Balkarchoi, whatever that means. And what did we say? The Evidivri has, the Amavri doesn't have. He's I'll ask you a kasha from where? From the Mishnah. You say you're all of Amavriya. Shekoina. The first Mishnah in the Sugya of Avadim said that an Eved Ivri is Kainas Atzmai B'Shonim U'Bayayvel. And then we said, Yisera Olav Amavriya Shekain Atzmai B'Shimon. But it sounds like whatever the Eved Ivri is Kainas Atzmai with, Amavriya is Kainas Atzmai with. How could you tell me that the Amavriya is not Kainas Atzmai B'Shonim U'Bayayvel? Amrav Sheish says, Rav Sheish says, you know what the Brisa means when it says that the Amavriya is not Yoytzmai B'Shonim U'Bayayvel? It means Kigoyn Sheyad. It means in the event that Yiyud was Niskayim. So the other or his son married her. Oh, now she's married. She's an HSH. So because she's an HSH, she doesn't go out anymore once six years pass. But the Gemara says, you're the Pshita. That's obvious. Gita Baya. She's an HSH. So what would be the Havamina that she would go out? So the Gemara says, Maudatema, I would have thought, I would have thought that maybe the parish of Yud is a very Mechodishtika parish. So although it's true, it's an Ishus, but at the same time, the laws of Amavriya apply even in the world of this Ishus. So we're going to learn a lot more about Yiyud in tomorrow's daf. But one thing is for certain, Yiyud is a parshem mechudeshes of Ishos. So I would have thought that one of the bylaws of Yiyud is that she's an Amma of Rio at her core, and as a result, any din that really relates to an Amma of Rio would relate even to the situation post-Yiyud. That's why I need a bride to tell you that. Yeah, no, there is a time that an Amma of Riyah is in the She's in the When is that? Not your classic Amma of Riyah. In the event that there was a regular year. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, if we're talking about an Amma of Riyah that already had Yiyud, the Bryce said, Yesh be'evriya, ma'sha'en be'evriya, that's his Yotzeb Simonim. If she had you, she's not Yotzeb Simonim. So the says, you're right. You have to read the Bryce's files. Hachi kama in lo yada, Yotzeb Simonim. In other words, the Bryce is just saying that there's certain things that relate to an Evadivya that don't relate to an Amavriya. There's certain things that relate to an Amavriya don't relate to an Evadivya, but they don't have to be all in the same context. As long as you find something that Evadivya has, Amavriya doesn't have, that's enough to make it into this Bryce and vice versa. What is something an Evadivya has that an Amavriya doesn't have? Always yaitzah b'sheish. Always yaitzah b'yayvul. As opposed to an amavriyah, sometimes yaitzah b'sheish. Sometimes yaitzah b'yayvul. When not, in the event that the ziyot. What's something that an amavriyah has that an evadivri doesn't have? She's yaitzah b'simonim. Granted, sometimes. If the ziyot, she's not yaitzah b'simonim. An evadivri is never yaitzah b'simonim. That's enough to have a yeser and a yeserah, and that's why it's mentioned in this price. So the Enonim Keres finished this. One of the things that Amavri, the Bryce says, has that an Evadivri doesn't have is that an Evriya is Enonim Keres You can't sell an Amavri twice, as opposed to an Evadivri can be sold twice. That's the Gemara Michal, pretty. Pretty clear the Evid Ivri Nimkavanishna that you could sell an Evid Ivri twice. It's a Milo that a Amavriya has over an Evid Ivri. Faith Gemara is that true? Vatanya, we learned in a Braisa, it says in the Torah, Vinimkar Bignevasa. So the classic Machru Bezdin was sold because he stole and he didn't have money to pay his Gneva. So we sell him and we use the proceeds to pay off whatever it is that he stole. Now, the Pasik says, V'nimkar b'gnei vasai. And from those two words, Chazal darshin the few drushes. Number one, we darshin b'gnei vasai v'loi b'kfeiloi. So let's say this person has enough money to pay off the principal that he stole, but not the knas. A ganav is 
Mishalim Kefal. So he has enough to pay the Karen, but not the Knas. We don't sell him for the Kefal. What would be if you had Edim Zoymen? So you would have two Edim that would say that somebody stole. And then they were found to be Edim Zoymen. So what are you supposed to do? What would be if the Edom Zoyman themselves don't have money now to pay the law? Or to pay the Oynish of Kasha Zoman? Do we sell them? So if this sounds familiar, it's because it's Makis Dapezom and Bez, right? There's some exceptions to the rule where you don't say Kasha Zoman. Ben Garusha Ben Chalutza comes to mind. Comes to mind, but this is one of them. Big that the Edom Zoyimim never have this halacha of being sold because of the fact that they can't come up with the money. Additionally, big and This is what we need. That in the event that. Uh, Evid Ivri was sold, we don't sell him again. This is Lashon Yachid Geret, and as a result, one time. But a Pamshniya, that you're not going to have. So you have a steer. We have a price that says that we have something by Amavri that went up in Evid Ivri, that an Amavri is Enonim Karis finishness, which implies that an Evid Ivri could be sold a second time. But before she price that says, Venimka Big Nevas, Akimach and Nimka Pamachas, Shuv Ata, Shuv Iata Rashoilam, so, the Gemara, to answer this question, is going to bring two Mahalchim, one from Rava and the other one from Abai. Oh, my Rava, Rava said, first, When we say that an Evidivri cannot be sold twice, this latter price it's talking about, one Gneva. So, for one Gneva, we're not going to sell a person twice, meaning a person stole a lot of money. So, we're going to sell him, but it's not going to be enough to pay off his loan. Okay, so let's sell him some Svetan more. That's not something we're going to do. For one Gneva, you get sold twice. But let's say a person stole twice. Okay, sold twice. What are you supposed to do? So, you could sell him a second time. But if it's Gneva uh, Achas, that's when you have this halacha of Pam Achas. Zabaya told Rava, I hear what you're saying, Rava. It's very logical. It's a distinction. It's a delineation. It works. But at the same time, Abaya said, grammatically, it doesn't really stem. Because the Pasik says, Venimka big nevasai. And there's a diktok Rashi here, where Rashi says that Venimka big nevasai, the word big nevasai could mean even for several gnevois. And if that's the case, the Torah is saying, Venimka, Loshen Yachid, big nevasai, even for several gnevois. And it sounds like even if a person stole five times, he can only be sold once. The way Rav is saying is, is that for each gnevois, you're sold once. But if you sold twice, then you could be sold twice. But Abai is saying, in the diktuk of the Pasuk, it doesn't sound that way. Because Venimka, but the it sounds like even if there were multiple Gnevois, even then Venimka only one time. Elam Abai, Abai said, I'm going to say the Territz a little bit differently. Like Asha, kan ba'odam echod, kan So if a person steals from one person, even if it's multiple times, so then the nimka are only one time. And that's where you're mekayim, the nimka big nevasoy, being many gnevois, but only the nimka pamachat. That's if it's from one person. If it's from two people, so it's not one gneva, two gnevois, it's one person versus multiple people. If you look at Rashi, there's a little bit of a long Rashi here. Rashi says, because if you steal multiple times from one person, there's probably going to be one hamad bedin. Sha'amad bedin bevas achas. So when there's one hamad bedin, over there the halach is, it's only going to be one gneva. It sounds a little bit from Rashi that if you would steal from the same person five times, 
five different hamadis bedin over there. Enochinami, the halach is going to be you could be sold multiple times. But the bottom line is, machlok is a ba'ivarava had to reconcile the stira and pasha what the halach is as it relates to selling an avid every a second time. According to Rava, it's one mechira for one geneva. If it's one geneva, it's one time. If it's two genevas, one person, two people, two amadas, but then the Allah is you can be sold a second time. According to Abaya, for one geneva, it's zikha going to be only one time. It's Pasha, he's made it to that, the rubber. He holds even for two genevas, for ten genevas, it could be it's only going to be one time. What does it depend on? One person or two people, and the way Rashi explains it, one amadas, but then, or two amadas, but then, stating that, and those words stating that are being chosen carefully, we have a price. What happens if somebody stole $1,000 and he was worth $500? He gets sold. He gets sold again. Meaning we have to sell him twice in order to make up the $1,000. What if it was Fakert? He sold $500 and he was worth $1,000. In this case, he doesn't get sold at all. Meaning to sell him for six years where he's worth $1,000, that's not fair. To sell him and say, you know, maybe uh, instead of working nine to five, you know, you'll work chveis ten to three. That also doesn't work. The halach is that enoy nimker kal. Rabbi Rabbi says If it works out to the dollar, meaning you stole X amount of money, and if we sell you for six years, it's going to work out. Punklech, or by the way, it doesn't have to be for six years, because if Yevil comes in the mitten that in, in, so then the cheshman could be a little bit differently. But the point is, as long as we know for sure, Gnevoi is keneged memkare, Rashi's lotion. Loi pachos v'loi yoyser, shoyni azot, nimker. Then we sell them, vim lav, and if not, enoi nimker. Amar Rava, Rava said, Bahazakinu Rabbeliezer the Rabbanon. I think Rabbeliezer bested the Rabbanon in this shakla retire. And he explained himself. The Mishnah, Gnevoi chamish mez v'shavah elef de'en nimker. Why is it that if a person stole $500 and he's worth $1,000, that the Tanakhama, the Chom of this price to say is not sold, the reason is the nimker kuliyam rachman of Because if you're selling a person, you sell him. You don't say sell him, but only work half the job. No, if that's the case, hachinami nimkar b'gnevasay amirachmana v'loy nimkar b'chatzik gnevasay. The Torah says, be sold for the full gneva. If you're being sold for the half of gneva, then you're gonna have to be sold again for the other half of the gneva. That's not something you do. So Rabbi Yezus shita is more consistent, and because Rabbi Yezus shita is more consistent, so he said baha zakinu Rabbi I think Rabbi bested the rabbanon. In this shock of So we just had a brysa that again discussed the topic of this part of the daf, and that is inevitably sold twice or, or not sold twice. And what the brysa says, Machlikis, the Tanakama, and Rabeliezer. According to the Tanakama, if somebody steals $1,000, he's only worth $500, he gets sold twice. According to Rabeliezer, no, it has to be exactly. But if not, not. If that's the case, how does this brysa stim? with what we just said a minute ago. We had a steer between two brides, but he can sell an every twice, he can't sell an every twice. And there was Machlik's survivor of it, had to reconcile this steer between the two brides. According to Rava, for one Geneva, you're only sold once. For two Genevas, you can be sold twice. But for one Geneva, one Geneva, you can only be sold once. Abayah said, for one Geneva, Zichah, you can only be sold once. Even for two Genevas, sometimes you're only sold once. If it's 
from one person, which Rashi said means it's one among other But Saya Baya Saya Rava both said that for one Geneva you can only be sold once. And then Toich Kedei Dibur, the price says, Tuni Rabunan, Geneva, Yalav Shalvachamish Meyos, Nimker, Nimker. So what's going on over here? And by the way, don't tell me that we're going to Rabbi Yezer. Because Rabbi Yezer says in a situation you don't get sold at all. So this machloikas abayi v'rav is the like command. It's the like hatanakama. It's the like Rabbi Yezer. It's a pella. And if you look in the Hagoyes Hagra, so the Hagoyes Hagra says, "Kineva yalo v'shavo hey meyos nimka v'chayzav nimka nimtza b'tzidoi girsus harambam ve'einoi chayzav nimka ve'cheinu b'mechilta v'higirsun nechoinam ma'od." So the Vilna Goyen who minced words said, "V'higirsun nechoinam ma'od." This is a very, very right girsa because otherwise it's mamish apella, and you're going to have to say. Uh, some Torah and super duper pilpal and lumdis to try to be miyash with Pashab Shah. What's going on over here? Either way. So we return to the original Bryce, and that was discussing different things that an Evadivri has over an Amavriya, different things that an Amavriya has over an Evadivri. So one of the things that an Amavriya has over an Evadivri is umaftin oisa balkar. So uh, an Amavriya. Maftanoi, so we redeem her bal karchai as opposed to an evidence. So the Marsava Rava the Maimar. So Rava, when he saw this Khatrila, so he thought, what does Bal Karche mean? It means Bal Karche the Odin. That we will force the Odin to let this Omevriya that he acquired go free. Now, what does that even mean? So Omale Abaya Maimir. Like what are you talking about? Probably the Kasav What you mean to say is that what would be if the father, after he sold his daughter, goes over to the Adain and he says, Yeah, I want to be paid to my daughter, Guroin Kasav. Okay, so the Adain has an obligation to go along with it. The heft of the Torah says it's something that he's obligated to do. What if the father would say, But I'll be honest with you, I have no money, Kasav Minawan, the topic of the first two weeks of Masechtis Kedushan. But I'll give you a note. I'll give you a piece of paper. I hereby owe you. So Abaya told Rava, is that what you think this price is coming to say? That we force the Odoin to take a piece of paper in lieu of cash as a pidyon. And even though maybe he doesn't want to do it, we force him to do it. But Abaya said, Rav, if that's what you think the b'risa means, I'm not, I don't understand the halach. This other is holding a marganisa. I mean, he's holding something valuable. And instead, you're giving him a piece of paper. Right now, you know what a note is worth. You're giving him a chaspa. He says, I don't understand. It, it's just not a fair deal. Now, if the person agrees to it, he agrees to it. But he's holding a marganisa. And instead, you're giving him a chaspa. Abayas, Abayas said, Robert, that can't be shot. Because the only thing it could be is that the way you understand Sava Rav the Meimar, and I don't see how that's the shot. Rather, I think what's going on over here is something else. Maftin Oisa Balkarchoi, the Balkarchoi, the him is not the other. The Balkarchoi is the Tata. And what we do is, we go to the father and we tell him, listen, you know what? Start working another job. Figure out a way to get money to redeem your daughter because it's not okay what you did. It's a Pkamishpacha that you sold your daughter. It's something that. And by the way, we didn't get to this yet. The Gemara is going to talk about it. That even though it's something that's mutter and when you're mother sedra, right? But really, it was very, very frowned upon by Chazal. And this is one of the makaris to that. We do anything we can do to get the father. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, so why is this only by a number of you only have when it comes to the 
Amivri, you don't have by the Avid Ivri. Now it's a little bit different. Amivri, the father actually sold his daughter. The Avid Ivri, Machru Bezdin. But the Gemara says, I hear what you're saying, but it's not going to work. And the reason is because Hadar Azbul Maz Ben Because if the Avid Ivri wants, you're going to redeem, he's going to go sell himself again. So, that's the point. It's not going to accomplish anything. Can't the father go and sell the daughter again? No. We just said it. That was mentioned earlier in the Bryce. So, to force the father to redeem his daughter, that accomplishes something. But to force the father, or to force the family, not the father, here it's Bnei Mishpacha, to force the Bnei Mishpacha to redeem the Ebed Ivri, that doesn't have a Mahalach, because he could always sell himself again. And therefore, the halacha is different. It's only maftin oisah al karchay, but not maftin oisah. Incidentally, the Rishonim speak out that you see from here that even though we just had a whole discussion where Eved Ivri is nimkar a second time, he's not nimkar a second time. That was all regarding machru bezdin, right? Could bezdin sell a person a second time? The the different opinions pivoted on a pasuk in the Torah that says v'nimkar b'gnevasa. It's talking about where he's being sold because of gneva. But you see from here that a machar atzma he can sell himself as many times as he wants because there's that's the whole point of the Gemara. You're going to be mafta noisa. He'll sell himself again. Oh, so pasha you could sell yourself again. I thought it's all it's asik. It's all issue. Let's go back to the previous Gemara. Abaye Tanakam the goyin's gerser, Rashi's gerser. Right? There's a lot that we would have to uncover before we figure out. No, but here it's a Machar Atzmai. Machar Atzmai never got involved in that shmuz. That's a suya in Vinimka Bignei Vasoi. This already is going to be different. Either way. So, one of the things mentioned is Brysa, and it played itself out just now in this last Gemara, is that an Amma Evriya is Eina Nimkaris Vinishness. She can't be sold a second time. An Eved Ivri, a lot more complicated. Machar Atzmai for sure. And even a Machru Bezin, sometimes yes, sometimes not. But Amma Evriya, if she sold once, she can't be sold again. Now, who sells an Amavriya? Let's just get this clear again. Only the father. The reason is because as soon as an Amavriya becomes a G'dayla, she goes free. So if she's a Naira, at that point she can't be sold anymore. So it's only in the gay when she's a Ketana, and the only person that has Rishus over her, any Bailas over her, and she's a Ketana, is her father. So it's the father that has an ability to sell. And essentially what we're saying is that the father can sell her once, but the father can't sell her twice. Says the Gemara Umani. Who is the Tana that holds that an Amavriya can't be sold the second time? Reb Shimini. It's the Tana Reb Shimini. As we're about to see, it really, it's B'machloi Keshnuya, and it's Lehedya Shitas Reb Shimini. We'll see there are other Shitas that hold this way as well. That an Amavriya can't be sold the second time. The Tanya, we learned in Abraham, a man can sell his daughter Leishos. Now, this is a little bit of a misnomer because we're talking about Ishos, a father. Giving over his daughter to So the word meicher is really not the appropriate word. So again, we're just using that word loosely. But a father can be mekadesh his daughter, and then he can be mekadesh her again. So if a father is mekadesh his daughter, and then she's in this armola or in this garsha, if the father wants to marry her off a second time, that's something he could do. Now, to be clear, the only time the father could do it a second time is if she was only. Niskatsha. She was only Nisarsa. There was only Kedushan. If there was Nisuin, however, Nisuin is mighty from the Rishos of the father. There are two ways a girl can leave the Rishos of her father. Either she becomes a Begaris, so now she's a full-fledged G'dayla. Remember, a G'dayla is still in the Rishos of her father. Neither. When she becomes a Begaris, she leaves the Rishos of her father. Or, if there was Nisuin. So, Meicher Adam is Peter. The issues means all there was was Erisin, or 
Kedushin, same thing. In that case, he could be Mekadashur a second time. The same is true if a father sold his daughter. Here the word Moichar is the appropriate word. And then she went out. So for example, she was very young. She worked for six years or Yoivon came. And now she's out. If the father wants to sell her again, he can sell her again. If a father wants to be Mekadosh's daughter after he already sold her L'shifchos. That's also something you can do. So the father sold her L'shifchos, and now she went free, and now the father wants to be an Espiti and Asati L'shazah. That's something you can do. Avaloi L'shifchos achar ishos. However, if a father was Mekadosh's daughter, and now afterwards he wants to sell her as a Shifcho, that's something he cannot do. Reb Shimon Oymer, Reb Shimon says, and that's what we need. Kishem Just like a father can't sell his daughter as a Shifcho after he was so too, if he sold her as a shifcha once, he can't sell her as a shifcha a second time. So in this price, you have a machloikis tanon, the tanakama and Rav Shimon, whether or not a father can be moichra's daughter the shifchos acha shifchos or not. The tanakama says, yeah, shifchos acha shifchos works. Shifchos achar ishos doesn't work. But Shifchos achar shifchos does work. Reb Shimon says, just like Shifchos achar ishos doesn't work, snow to Shifchos achar shifchos doesn't work. So the Gemara says, the Braise that says that an Omeria is a nonim keres the Nishnes, who's it going according to? According to Reb Shimon, who holds that an Omeria can't be sold twice, because it's clear that according to the Tanakama, a Omeria can be sold twice. It's only after ishos that she is Einonim Keres. But Achar Shifchos, she would be in Keres. Says the Gemara, but look to this Machloikis Tanon that we have in this last Braiso, whether there's Shifchos Achar Shifchos or there's not Shifchos Achar Shifchos, or put a little bit differently, whether there's only no Shifchos Achar Ishos or there's also no Shifchos Achar Shifchos, is totally really another Machloikis Tanon. Now there's a big Machloikis Rashi and Toysfus, what the right gears in this price is. We're going to learn like Rashi. It says in the Torah, So this Pasuk is a little bit sussum. It's so sussum that we'll see now. Major Machloikis Tanam had a poshut be Mother Sedra, this one Pasuk. So again, in the parsha of the Omevriya, the Torah says, La'am nachri lo yimshoel lemachra bevigdaiva. Says the Braisa. What does this mean? Kivan shapires talisoi oleho shuv ein rashoi lemachra divrei Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says that what the Pasuk is saying is that as soon as this Omevriya was married, meaning the father or the son did yiud, so there was a marriage. At that point, shuv ein rashoy lemoichra. Then the father loses the ability to ever sell her. In other words, what the pasuk is saying is that once a father sells his daughter and she now got married, there was a yiud, there was an ishus. At that point. Says the Torah, "La'am nochri lo yimshol." You're not let a seller because ain't shivchos acharishos. And by the way, the assumption would be that even if the father didn't sell his daughter and she got married through years, but simply the father was Mekadesh's daughter, right? Zilbasatayma. What we're saying is, once there's an ishos, then afterwards la'am nochri lo yimshol lemachro. At that point, he's not let a seller anymore. Who says it's Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Liezer, Rabbi Liezer says the vigdei ba. The way you read the pasuk is kivan shebagad ba. As soon as the 
father was boiged in his daughter, meaning he sold her. Again, you see that when a father sells his daughter, it's considered a merida, it's a rebellious act. He was boiged. At that point, he's not allowed to sell her anymore. So, doesn't mean kivan shapiris but rather, means miloshim bogad. As soon as he was boiged her, at that point, he can't sell her. So, what are we essentially saying? What we're essentially saying is that once a father sells his daughter, he can't sell her again. Oh, so you see over here, Mamash of Achlech, Rabbi Kivin Rabbi Yazar, when it says in the Torah, La'am Nachri La'yim Shalom Achra B'Vigdai Ba, does it mean once she got married, then La'am Nachri La'yim Shalom Achra, then the father can't sell her again? Or does it mean once he sold her, then La'am Nachri La'yim Shalom Achra B'Vigdai Ba? So, in other words, does it mean ain't shivchos achar shivchos? Or does it mean ain't shivchos achar ishos? Which was the machloek? It's not a Reb Shimon says, "Look, Gemara, this machloek is is beplukdo da hanitana." So the Gemara said, "Bamaikomifugi." What is the machloek? Is meaning what's the svara in the machloek? Is between Rabbi Kiv Rabbi Yezer and the Gemara says, "Really, it's totally in the age old machloek is the machloek that you find in many places in Shas, and that is yesh em lemikra yesh em lemesayers." So what's the machloek? Is yesh em lemikra yesh em lemesayers? So if you have a word that Based on the way it's written, it looks like it should be pronounced one way, but when you pronounce it, it's pronounced another way. So it looks like the word is supposed to mean one thing, but if you hear it phonetically, it means something else. And the question is, when it comes to darshaning the word, you darshan it based on the way it's written, meaning based on the way that you would have thought you would have pronounced it, or do you darshan it based on the way that it's actually pronounced? Now, why is the there a yeshem lemikri yeshem lemesiris discussion in this pasuk? Because the pasuk says bevigdayva, and you would have thought that bevigdayva would have been written with a yud, and it wasn't written with a yud, and because it wasn't written with a yud, so it's for that reason it throws us for a, a little bit of a loop, and the question. Then is how exactly he's supposed to dash in the Basic. So the Gemara says, Rebeliezer, Sub Rebeliezer holds Yesh in the Messiris. He holds Yesh in the Messiris. The way you dash in the word is Ki'ilu would not have had the Yod, which it doesn't have. And it would be as if it said not Bevigdoiba, but rather Bevogdoiba. Right? Because if this word wouldn't have a Yod, again, which it doesn't have, and you wouldn't have the Nekudas that we have, you'd probably think what it's saying is, is Bivag And Bivag means he was married. And where was the rebellion? Not when you married her off. The rebellion is when you sold her as a Shivcha. And it's for that reason, he darsens Bivag you sold her, and now the Torah is saying, "Lam nachi lo yim shalom achra." A second time, in shivchos achas shivchos. Rabbi Akiva sabi yeshem le mikra. Rabbi Akiva says, "No, you go based on the mikra, and the mikra bevigdayba is not meloshem begido." What then is it? So it's meloshem beged. That's the loshen, and that's why Rabbi Akiva, when he described the pasuk, he said, "Kivin shapiris talisa yolev." That's a little bit of a funny loshen. So the bepiris talis is a loshen of marriage, but but why are you using that loshen? Because that's what the Torah is using. It says bevigday, and he's darshni beveg. Beged. So Beged in the Big Doi would be Big Doi. The bottom line is, the way to convert this word into a pronoun, if it was Bogad, would be Bogdoi. But if it's Beged, it's Big Doi. So Rabbi Leezer says, look at the word, there's no Yud. So really, the way you have to darshan is if it said Bogdoi, and if it's Bogdoi, so it's for that reason... The way I look at it is, is the Torah is saying that once you sold, then you can't sell again. As opposed to Rabbi Akiva says, don't look at the way it's written, listen to it. Big doy would be the pronoun for beged. Oh, beged means, Kimish Birsta Lisa Yolah. So it means that the Issa is after he was, the Issa is after the Ishos. Rabbi Shimon, what about Rabbi Shimon? 
So what do you mean? I thought Reb Shimon holds like Reb Eliezer. But the truth is, after further review, Reb Shimon is a third shita. And the reason Reb Shimon is a third shita is what was Reb Shimon's lashon? Reb Shimon Omer Kishem Shein Adam Moicher Es Bitoi L'Shifchos Acha Yishos Kach Ein Adam Moicher Es Bitoi L'Shifchos Acha Shifchos. See, see, Reb Shimon holds both. Reb Shimon holds Sai. You can't sell your daughter after Shifchos. Sai. You can't sell your daughter after Yishos. In the Brisa. It's a machloikis. Now, you could have said that maybe one holds to the other. But once we explain, he holds Yeshem Lemikri, he holds Yeshem Lemesiris, so according to Rabbi Yakiva, the Torah is saying, ain't Shifchos Acharishos, and according to Rabbi Yezid, the Torah is saying, ain't Shifchos Acharishos, and according to Rabbi Yakiva, the Torah is not saying, ain't Shifchos Acharishos, according to Rabbi Yezid, the Torah is not saying, Shifchos Acharishos. But Rabbi Shimon said both. So what does Rabbi Shimon hold? Does he hold Yeshem Lemikri, does he hold Yeshem Lemesiris? So the Gemara said, Rabbi Shimon holds Yeshem Lemikri, ooh, Lemesiris. That you don't find every day. Usually Yeshem Lemikri, Yeshem Lemesiris. So it's a three way machloikis, really. It's machloikis, Rabbi Yakiva, Rabbi Yezid, Rabbi Shimon. So even though the Gemara started Ubaplukta the Dahani Tanoi, which sounded like, oh, this Machloikis Tanon is that Machloikis Tanon. There's a little Knech. The Knech is, it's not Mamish the same Machloikis. So we're going to start the next Gemara only so we shouldn't fall too far behind. But really, we're going to make Aschal and then tomorrow we're going to revisit it. So the Gemara, Boy, Rabba, Baravu, Rabba, had a shot. Yid, Nisuin, Oisa, Erisan, Oisa. So the mitzvah of Nisuin, if the father or the son does Yid, Yid creates Erisan or Yid creates Nisuin. Meaning, usually marriage happens in two phases. There's Erisin and then there's Nesuin. But Yiyot is like an interesting type of uh, marriage. So this interesting type of marriage, is it an Erisin or is it Nesuin? Nafkimina, why does it matter? What do you mean? Nafkimina is Liyarsha, Ula Tamala, Ula Hafer If it's Erisin, there's no Yerusha, there's no Toma, there's no Afaris Nadar. If it's Nesuin, then there is Yerusha, there is Toma, and there is Afaris Nadar. My, what's Dalacha? So the Gemara says, Toshma, I'll bring you a Raya. From Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said that what does the Pasuk mean when it says, as soon as the son or the father did a yud, at that point, the father no longer would ever have the ability to sell his daughter. Says the Gemara, it sounds like he only wouldn't have the ability to sell her. But if you wanted to be meyayid her, now this word yud here throws you for a little bit of loop because it doesn't mean yud. It means if you wanted to be meyayid, if you can't sell her again, then he can't be meyayid her again because yud is a sif katan in but it means Yud, we're just using that word loosely, it means he can't he could be Mekadashov. Yeah, I'm in Nisuin Oiso. Now if you're gonna tell me that Yud is Nisuin, keeping the Nisushovinovia once this Nisuin, we said earlier, Nisuin is Mikesin from the Rishos of the Father. El Lafshmamino Erisin Oiso, so it must be it's Erisin. And the father still has Rishos, and therefore if he wants to be Mekadashur, he can. It's only Lemachra, that's something that he wouldn't be able to do. But Omer Nachum Yitzchak, Omer Nachum Yitzchak said, I don't know if there's a raya because it could be. And this is a big chiddush. Hacha bekedushin da almakai. Maybe this pasuk that says that la'am nachri lo yimshol lemachra bevigdeva is not talking about kedusha yud, but rather it's talking about kedushin da alma. Vahachi ka'amar, and this is the way you're supposed to read the pasuk. And what the pasuk is saying is that kivan shemasra of via. If the father would not sell her, but the father would be Mekadashar. At that point, he wouldn't be able to, to sell her again. But the Pasik that says doesn't mean Yiyud. Again, that's what the Pshut Mikra certainly sounded like. It meant it's in the context of Yiyud. But really, this Drosha and this Halach and this Pasik, this Loisase, is talking specifically about a regular Kedushan. Why do we throw in the words? Because the words, 
That's the next pasuk. The Ibn next pasuk. But the point is that's in that context. And what the pasuk is coming to say is that in the event that a father was Makadash's daughter, at that point he would not be able to sell her again. That's a regular kedushin. That regular kedushin, he certainly would still have rishos. But if it would have been a yiyud, then it would have been a little bit different. And because if it would have been a, a yiyud, over there, yiyud is in the suan oisa, and the yiyud is the suan oisa, not only would he not be able to sell her, but in that instance, he would not be able to do anything, and we will stop here. So just as it relates to raid, going back to the first part of the flight raid, that is, quick, that... The first part of today's daf discuss the yesh noichlin of oivde kechafen, and one of the chedushim that we saw was that dvar Torah oivde kechafen yerush as afif. The Gemara brought two mekayers. Rava said it's learned out from the parsha of Havadim. The chishevim koinei of aloyim yerusha koinei of mechlal de isla yerusha. Rabbi Rabin said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, it's learned out from a pasuk in Parshas Devarim. Ki levnei loit nasati as or yerusha the bnei loit were not yidden and afal pikein. They had a parsha of Yerusha. So the first story is, why does it matter that Bnei Noyach have a parsha of Yerusha? They're not going to listen to you anyways, right? Some any Yehudi dies, leaves over an estate. You go over to his children and you tell him, you know, in Jewish law, you don't really yashin your father. He's going to look at you. I don't know who you are, but I'm putting a restraining order on you, right? So what does it have to do with the Ben Noyach whether or not midiraisa midirabanon, you're going to start telling him raid bites and kedushin that you die in a base seriously. You're going to be on the floor flat. So what exactly is this Ethan Nagaya? The Ritva asks this kasha, and the Ritva says that you have to say that the nafkimina is leinyan gzeloi shall go. We know you're not allowed to steal from a guy. Gezelakim is aser. So here's the Shiloh. What happens if a guy dies and he leaves over a Yerusha and you want to go chop away the Yerusha from the sun? Midina Yisrael. Forget about Dina Yerdekechavim. But Midina Yisrael. Are you a Goslin or are you not a Goslin? If there's Yerusha, then you're a Goslin. This is going to be Gezelakim. If there's no Yerusha, then there's going to be no Gezelakim. So it says Pashib Shat. Mikra of the Gemara. Where is the Negeya if there's Yerusha, Bedine Bnei Noyach or not? It's Negeya, the laws of Gezalaka. It's just a, a classic one line in a beer hagra. The Mechaber in Hilchis Geneva, this is in Chesh Mishma Simen Sameach, Simen Shin Mem Ches, it's Siv Beis. Zok the Mechaber, call Agoyneva. If somebody steals, Afilu Shava Pruta, Over Alav the Loisik Noyfu. And you're obligated to pay. Echad agoynev momen Yisrael says the Shulchan Aruch. Doesn't matter if you steal from a yid. Or if you steal from a non-Jew. Echad agoynev migadol. It doesn't matter if you steal from a gadol or if you steal from a cotton. So the Mechaber says that Gezel Akum and Gnevas Akum is also. So the Goyen in his Bir Agro so he brings different Mar Makoimis, how you know that Gezel Akum is also. So, Ketar Keba Kodesh, Ayin here, Ayin there, and then at the end he says, Ayin Perikama the Kedushin Yudzayin Omidbeis Dvar Torah Vechulu. What does the Goyen mean? Where do you see in Kedushin Yudzayin Omidbeis Dvar Torah Vechulu that Gezel Akum is also? He means the Ritva. He means because why else is it a Geya? That there's Dina Yerusha when it comes to an Avkechavim. Muzain, the reason this halach is Negeya is because it's a parsha of Gezalakum. So it's Dr. Goyen, you want to makar that Gezalakum is Aser? Ayin Kedushin, Yudzayin of Abayas. This is classic. That in this Gemara, talked away, it's often a Rishonim. 
The halacha that gets lachim is given to us. That's the first one. The second hour, again, we're going to do this quickly, is the Rambam in Hilchis Nachlis, Perik Vav, halacha test, paskins, the halacha of the daf. Hagoy yoyresh es ofev minatayim. Agoy yarshins his father minatayim. Says the Rambam, Avel, Shar Yerushai Seya, as it relates to all other Yerushais, Manichin Oisam Bafim and Let it play out, whatever the minig is. So again, what did the Rambam say? We said it too fast. Hagoy Yoyresh is Oviv, Minatayra. Agoy Yarshins, his father, Minatayra. Avel, Shar Yerushai Seya, Manichin Oisam Bafim and The Rambam was Medayik, Rav's Lashin in the Gemara. Rav said, Dvar Torah, Ovekechavim Yoyrish is Aviv. And the Rambam held that the Dina Yerusha that you find by an Ovekechavim is Dafka, a son to a father. So a son Yarshins his father. But as it relates to all the other Dinim, everything else, says the Rambam, Shah Yerusha is saying, Manichanoisam, Lefimim Kaim. And the Magadishna says that the reason Rambam said this was, There's no Parakesh Noichlin. This is the Shulchanach. You just learned it, right? Everything you have to know about Yerusha's Akum. You just learned. So it didn't say anything about a whole say the nachlis. It didn't say from bain ain loy. Right? It doesn't say anything. So the Rambam held Vaistois this dindai raisa, which is Nagaya Gazalakum, like the Ritva says in the Goyan says in Biragra, is only the gay if the man dies and he leaves over a son. But if he doesn't leave over a son, you're not going to have the saloch. And he says this in two places. It's in Kovitz Shiurim and Sachtis Bhavabasra, and he says it in an art in Kovitz Aris as well. He says, Venirim Makar Lazar. I think I have a makar. To the Chiddush of the Rambam, I left my pasuk, and it says Rabbi Chanan that I think it's enough in a pasuk because the Eibushter promised Avram Avinu many many times that I'm going to give you all these Meiridigazachim. Right? He tells him I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you that, and then finally at some point Avram Avinu turns to Kadosh Baruch Hu and he says, "Hein li lo nasata zara. I don't have any children. Vehine ben beisi yirishaisi." So who's going to yarshin me? Ben Basi. Now who's Ben Basi? So if you look at the previous passage, Avram tells HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're making me all these promises, but I'm not going to get anything from it, because you know who's going to walk away with it? Eliezer Eved Avram. Why is Eliezer Eved Avram going to walk away with it? Even if you'll tell me Avram Avinu at this point had a din of a Ben Noyach. But Dvar there's a parish of Nachlis when it comes to a Ben Noyach. And Avram Avinu had Mishpacha. He had brothers. He had a nephew, Lloyd. Right, this family. So why is it so posh it then Eliezer Eved Avram? Open up Perikesh Noyach and figure out who's going to get it. So you see from here that even though there's a say the Nachlis when it comes to a Ben Noyach, but it's only a father to a son. And Avifel, I don't have a Son, Eliezer is going to be machzik in all my nechosim. Rabbi Chana says that's why he said Ben Basi, because he's in my house. So yeah, he has access, he has power of attorney, he knows all my passwords, so he's going to have access to everything that I need, and as well as he end up getting everything. So Zok Rabbi Chana, this pasuk right here, this is a raya to, to the Rambam's Chiddush. Rabbi Itzel Petterberger in the Shailos of Shuvah's pre Yitzchak. So whenever you speak out from a Bitzel, Chodesh Elul, it's Dover B'itay Matoiv. Now usually it's a Shmuz, and it's in Koych and it's Terry that he's saying over from his Heilig Rebbe, Rabbi Shol Salanter. But Rabbi Itzel, in pre Yitzchak, this is a Heilig Bey, Simen Samach, he clears the Shailah. He says, the Rambam said, in his Yad Chazaka, that this that you find, Var Torah, that there's a Seder Nachlas, when it comes to Oivet Kechavim, it's only true for a son. What about a daughter? Would you have it by a bas, or would you not have it by a bas? Meaning, Rabbi Tzala said, I could hear 
that Ben is Lav Dafka, who had the Bas, meaning a child, right? Ben and Bas, that's about children. Sometimes Bonim even means Bonos. Is it Dafka's son? Or maybe a Bas as well? I'll just explain it a little bit better. In the Yesh Neuchlin of the Yid, there's a big difference between a, a son and a daughter, right? The son's Yarshin, the Habonos Yizaynu. But could be, as it relates to the Say the Nachlis of an Ovi where all the Yarshin were excluded, maybe the Bas wasn't excluded, or maybe not. It says Rabitzla, Averaya Brura. I think Averaya She'enol of Tshuva from a Gemara, and the Sechtis Kedushin, Dav Yud Zayin Omebez. We could have all gotten this Raya. The Gemara said that Rav said How do I know that? Because the Pasuk says Who said this drosh of It was Chizkiah Omar Chizkiah was the one that said Why did he say this halacha? He was coming to explain the halacha that says that in Evidivri there was Nimker to an Ovechavim if the Ovechavim dies the evidently doesn't go over Beirusha. Why not? So he said, I'll tell you why not. The reason is based on a Pasuk. And Rabbi said, from the fact that Chizkiah needed a Pasuk to teach me this halacha, vice ois, that Be'etim goes over to Yerusha. So let's revisit the original halacha, because that's really where this all comes from. Said the Gemara. Hanirza, v'hanimker lo'evekechavim, eno yo'eved, lo'yesaben, and on that line of because it says and on that it sounds like the Gemara is that the reason is is because of and if that's a Makar that is Be'erusha you see that there's Yerusha side by the Ben and side by the Bas because just like is also because of so I think I've arrived from the Sugyale, from the Ike Gemara, that it's Lav Davke Ben, it's Uadin Bas. Then Rabitzla said that the Emesis is a Mafurisha Rashi. It's a Rashi in the Sechtes Yavomis, Daf Samach Bezamanaf. So the Gemara over there is discussing uh, who had a family, and then he was Megaya. The question is, Nadi's Megaya, he has to keep Tayyak Mitzvahs, does he have to have another family to be kind of Mitzvah Puravu? Or do we say that being that he had children already, so he can be kind of Mitzvah Puravu with the children that he had? This Gemara is classic, Ben Benoishal classic. Someone was an Ovikechavim and he had children and then he was Megaya. Rabbi Yechem, Rabbi Yechem says, Kain Puravu. He does have to be kind of Mitzvah Puravu again. Rich Lakish, I'm like Kain Puravu. He does have to be Kain Puravu. He doesn't have to be Kain Puravu again. Meaning he was Kain already. The Havale, he already had a family. He's a new person. Yeah, the other guy was Mekayim Perivirivya, but you're a new person and you were never Mekayim Perivirivya. This Machleks Rabbech and Rishlokish, you find they argued in another place. The Itma, how you live on the Beyot of Yechabim and his guy here. Again, someone was like Yechabim, he had children and then he was Mekayim. Rabbech and Rabbech and says, Aim Leibchar Lenachlo. This first child that he's going to have when he's a Yid will not be as Bechar as it relates to Yerusha. The Havale Reisha Zainai. Because Bechar Lenachlo is Reisha Zainai, he's not Reisha Zainai. His Reisha Zainai was the child that he had earlier. Rishlok says, no, the first child he has will be Bechar Lenachlo because Gershen is Geyer is Kekon Shanolah. It's the same Achloikas. The same Achloikas of Echen Rishlokish, whether a guy can be Mekayim, his mitzvah, Pru, Vu, Apti, his Mekayim, with the children that he had when he was in Mekayim, 
Do you say Gersh is Kat? Kancha Noel Dama? Do you say Lam? I say our children. Same Shiloh. The first child that he has after his Megayer is that the Bechar? Is that not the Bechar? If you say Gersh is Kat, Kancha Noel Dama, that's going to be the Bechar. If not, it's not going to be the Bechar. And the Gemara says Vitzricha, I needed both. Here's the punchline. Yashmin Abehikamaiso. Because had I only had the first Machlik Surbechim Rishlokish regarding Puravu, I would have said Bahikam Rabbi Yochan Mishum Divikar and Nabi Bnei Perivirivinino. Maybe the reason Rabbi Yochan holds that the Ovekechavim that was Megayer could be Mekayim as this is Puravu with the children that he had when he was an Ovekechavim is. Because an Ovid Kechavim has Shaykhis to Puravu. Rashi says the reason is because who Hashem say Puravu to? He said it to the Bnei Noyach. Puravu. To the Bnei Noyach, literally. But as it relates to Nachla, when you want it done, those children, do they impact Hilchis Nachla Sanad? So there you could say that being that non Jewish children are not Bnei Nachla, Amy Moidele the Rish Lakish. So the Gemara says that it could be even Rabbi Yochanan that holds that a ger could be Makai and Puravu with the children that he had when he was a guy. But as it relates to whether their children were in your nachlas, I would have thought maybe not. Why? Zok Rashi. What does it mean that not bnei nachla? Benachriusan lav bnei din nachla. They don't have the regular dinei nachla. The bas kiben. Because when it comes to Yerusha, a girl and a boy are the same. Upchar kepashut. And someone that's not a Bechar is the same as someone that is a Bechar. Avo Yerusha Nagabahu. But don't walk away from this Gemara thinking there's no Yerusha. Kedamrina Bekedushin. Yud Zayin Abedes. Right? We preface the Daph by saying this Gemara is an important Gemara to remember. You're learning Yavam and Samach Beis. Abal Yavimtai. You see this Rashi Kora Vada. This is Dr. Sugya. This is the Yesh Neuchlin of Oivdi Kechavim. Oivdi Kechavim Yerushav Edvar Tayra. But Al Kaponim said Rabbi Itzal. It's a Mephorish Rashi. That not only does the son Yarshin, the girl also Yarshin. In fact, boy and girl's mamish hachain. It's one and the same. And that's the whole point. The Lav Bnei Din Nachla. That the Bas and the Ben are both going to Yarshin Shavu B'Shavu. But Al Kaponim Rabbi Itzal said I've arrived from this Rashi. Now it's not a Raya Mochrachas. Why not? Because maybe Rashi doesn't hold it. the Rambam. The Rambam was the one that was mechadish to us that only a son is Yerush. So if the Rambam holds that only a son is Yerush, so then already to be mocking to say that maybe it's only the son, it's not going to be the daughter. But al Koponim, a Rashi, we do have, where Rashi says that when it comes to Dine Nachlo, the son and the daughter are going to be the same. But I'll share with you another Ha'ara. This Ha'ara is a Ha'ara in the floor, and I saw it in the Megadim Chadashim, in Parshas Vayetzeh. So, the Pasuk over there is talking about Yaakov Avinu. Goes over to his Shpacha, his wives, and he tells them that he wants to leave. It's a shine sight. And he wants to leave the family of uh, Lavan where he's been living. And he gives them a whole speech. The Malach came to me in a dream. So he tells Rachel and Leah. And they heard him out and they said, why should we stay? What, we're going to Yarshin anyways? We're not getting anything. Right? It, it occurred to them, our father treated us like Nachriyos. They sold us. Right? Lavan was Mekadish's daughters. He also sold his daughters. Right? What was the, the Kesef Kedushan over here? Yaakov Avinu had a word, Mamish uh, Avdus. Yaakov Avinu became the Evidivri when they were the... Um, you have what's going on here? So he took away all... The kids, are, they, they made a financial cash. Right? That's what the Basak says. They said, what's the point? We're going to stay? We're not Yarshining anyways. Why should we stop you from returning? 
What? You think maybe we should wait around for the Yerusha to come? You think we're going to get klum? We're going to get anything bein hascharim together with the scharim? So apparently there were brothers. And there was scharim in this family, Dr. Ashni. And Rachel and Leah made a cheshman. There's no way we're going to get Yerusha because we're never going to yarshin together with the scharim. So if we're never going to yarshin together with the scharim, what's this negate? So the Magadim Chadashim I saw on this pasuk he brings from two Kadmonim that asks the same kasha, Kadmonim Shekasha, it's a steer in Rashi. Because Rashi said in Perikabal Yavim Toy Dav Samach Bezam and Aleph that the Ben and the Bas, they both yarshin Tazam. And over here you have a Mufurish Rashi where Rashi says, Klumanum Yachlis Leish Bidich Sayavinu. We're not going to end up getting anything. Again, you have to get cash on Loveland, right? That's always a good answer. But the bottom line is, it's coming up, by the way. You learn halachas from Lavan. It's one of the sugyas that we're going to learn very, very soon here in Masech's Kedushan. But the, the bottom line is, is Pasha to Haru Nefla. Just to end with one last Ta'ara. I'm going to skip the next three. But just to end with one last Ta'ara. That always takes longer than I anticipate. But the Gemara at one point thought that maybe you could bring a Raya that is Yerusha by Oivde Kechavim from Esav. The Pasuk says, Ki Yerusha le Esav, Nosati as Harseir. And the Gemara says, You can't learn anything from Esav. You know why? The Dilma Yisrael, Mumashayni. Because Esav is not an Oivde Kechavim. Esav was a Yisrael. Now, he was a Yisrael Mumer, granted. But at the same time, a Yisrael Mumer maybe has Yerusha. Now, Pasha, you walk away from this Gemara thinking that a Yisrael Mumer has Yerusha, right? It's pretty straightforward. A Yisrael Mumer, Kedyarsha. That means if you look in the Rishonim, often art, the Mardchai, the Raj, it's not so Pasha it had to understand Pasha Pshan in the Gemara. When the Gemara says Yisrael Mumer Shani, the Gemara means a Yisrael Mumer, Kedyarshan. Or maybe Yisrael Mumer Shani, what the Gemara means is that a Yisrael Mumer could be Moirish. It's a big nafkamina, it plays itself out in the very famous Avni Maluim in Simen Kufnun Zayin that we've spoken at many times over the years. It's a Yuvamist thing, Avni Malum, right? Remember that Avni Malum says that he brings, and this is something that in the Chuvis was a very, 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 very big deal. I can't stress it enough, but where a man dies, he leaves over no children, he has a brother, Yana Mekvel. They're trying to figure out, Chalitza, no Chalitza. That brother's a mummer. He's not a Shemitari Mitzvah. He's living in Portland, Maine. Or he's living somewhere else, right? So the question is, is, is there a, a Chiv to, to do Chalitza? Or is there no Chiv to do Yibam Chalitza? So the Mardchai brings a Shita from one of the Ga'inim that said, there's no Chiv to do Yibam Chalitza. Why? Because it says in the Turkish, Achim Yachtov. And we know Achim always means Achim and Mitzvah. For example, in the Halachas of Ribis, right? So it says, Achicho, you're not allowed to take Ribis from your brother. It's only when he behaves like your brother. But he doesn't behave like your brother, so then there's no Isser. So the Goyim said, the only time you have Yibum is when they're really, really brothers. And everybody, so Yosef asks the Kasha, this is the Moshvera Shita maybe in the whole Shas. It, makes, it has no Havana. What's the Kasha? When it says by Ribis, you now take Ribis from your brother, that means your brother? No, it means a Yid. So the Taish of means your brethren, right? So the Achicha means he behaves like Achicha. But Kiyesh Vachem Yachta means you're a biological brother. So just because you're a mummer, that makes you not a biological brother. And then Abdi Mabum says, Pashat Mimi Yashif, this Peldikakashi, he says that we know Achim when it comes to Yibam Achim and Abdan and Achim and Oim. How do I know that? Because it's Kiyesh Vachem Yachta. What does Yachta mean? Miyuchad Menachlo. He quotes a Rashi, some Sayyid says it's really the Ritva. But the Ritva says, what does it mean? Miyuchad Menachlo means that the two brothers would be able to Yarshin their father to Zamim. Zok. That we know a mummer doesn't yarshin his father. If he doesn't yarshin his father, he's taken out kiyesh I thought he's a brother, but he's not a brother in Yevomis because 
person over there, it has to be miyuchadim and achli has to be yashin. So you're going to tell me it's a gemara, it's a gemara kedushin yotchesem and al yisrael mumer shayin. You see yisrael mumer does yashin. Say zok tavlum alum. I'm rishayinim. There are a lot of rishayinim that say it's only the myrish that he can be myrish, but he cannot yashin. Those goyinim help like those rishayinim. How much dvarim l'flan? If we had time, we'd spend a half hour on this now, but we don't. But the bottom line is, this plays itself out and generated by. But to end with a, a, a light dvar agado, and that is the ramban. In his Pirush al this is the end of Parshas Emmar. So the Ramban says something very famous, another very Choshev Emmar Mokim, that comes up a lot and a lot and a lot. And that is, the Ovois HaKadoshim, before Matan Torah, we know kept Torah mitzvahs. right? And the question is, is did they have a din of a Yid, or did they have a din of a Benoich? All the different halachas. Say the Nachlas, what we're talking about now. Did they have a din of a Yid or did they have a din of a Benach? So everyone knows this is the Mishnah Malachs, Chakira, and Josh Aleph, and Prashas Rachim, but the Ramban already talks about it. He brings from the Tsarfasim, he brings from the Frenchmen. They had an opinion on this Indian. But the bottom line is, this is what the Ramban talks about. And the Ramban says one line. The Ramban says, When Avram Avinu received this Brismila, Hayu Yisrael, him and all the Mishpacha that did Brismila had a din of a Yid, Beautiful Ashen. And they were not considered Goyim anymore. But says Rabban, how do I know that? What's my Makar to this? It's a Mufurish Gemara. It's Gemara Mesechtis Kedushin. Regarding Chinese. We have the Gersa Yisrael Mumer. But Vidilma Yisrael Mumer Shiny. What do you mean? It means that Esau, you can't learn Dine Bnei Noyach when it comes to Nachlis from him because he was a Yisrael. What do you mean he was a Yisrael? It was Koyed Mount Taira. The Teretz is, it's after Avram Avinu was in the Tzadav Alamila. And this is the Ramban. Kimi Eich Sheba Avram Bevris Milo. When Avram Avinu was Megayer, it was at that point that there was a, a Klai Yisrael. So I think it's just Kedai to end with this. And that we've spoken to that in the past, but this is, you can repeat this, always Kedai to say this over again. We know the Halacha and Shulchan Aruch is that Chodesh Nisan, you don't say Tachnan, right? You don't say Tachnan, the whole Chodesh Nisan. Now, if you look in the, the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch says why. So the first 12 days of Chodesh Nisan, you don't say Tachnan. Because that was the Chanukah's Hanasiyim. And they all brought the Karbonis, and it's for that reason you don't see it. On Yudalid, it's already the day they brought the Karbon Pesach, the Erev Pesach. And then you have Pesach. Comes out the Rav of the Chodesh, you're not saying Tachnin. And being the Rav of the Chodesh, you're not saying Tachnin. You end up not saying Tachnin the whole Chodesh. But the Emma says it's not so posh at this. Shtikl Torah. And the reason is because you also don't say Tachnin on Yud Gimel Nisan. Now, Yud Gimel Nisan is before Rav of the Chodesh already passed without saying Tachnon. So why you'd give Omisim don't you say Tachnon? So from Rishchidosh until Yudbeis, Chanukah Sanasim. Yudalit through Yontif is Pesach. Then already, you didn't say it. It's already Chav Beis, Chav Gimel. You didn't say Tachnon yet. So again, you're going to start saying Tachnon. Ah, you wait. We'll pick it up on the other side, right? But Yud Gimel Nisan. Why are you not saying Tachnon, Yud Gimel Nisan? So Sadat under Pshatim, Rav Shmuel Yankif in his Haggadah Shal Pesach, Zoyis Liyakiv, right in the beginning, he has this in a box. And Rabbi Shmuel referred to it as a har oron nifla b'inyano ishnal yud gimel nisan. He brings from the Hele Gichsam Soifer. The Gichsam Soifer in his Hagoyis and Shulchan Aruch and Arichayim Simen Tov Chav Tes said, "Umasha Tomim Rabbim Ad Yud Gimel Nisan." This that Rabbim Ro Gam Tamo. Why is it that you don't say Tachnon and Yud Gimel Nisan? Matzasi Bebreishis Rabbim. Shnaficha Stoim Hoya Tezayin Nisan. The Eibush was Mahapach Stoim on Tezayin Nisan. The Kosev Hayefei Toyer Shalom Shalafiza Hoyu Amalochem Eitzal Avram Avinu Olav Hashalom Tezvav Nisan. 
If the mapech of Stoim, right, was that night. So that would mean that the day that the Malachim by Ramavinu was Tezvav Nisan. And we know when they came to Avramavinu was Shlishi Lamilo. The Nimtza says the Chsam Soi first, Shenimil Yom Gunimil Nisan. That when did Avram Avinu do bris milo? He did bris milo on Yom Yud Gimel Nisan. The Rav Tuv Lahahu Yom says the Chasam Soifer because that's the day that Avram Avinu did bris milo. The Roy Lasoisa Yontif. So said the Chasam Soifer. You want to know why you don't say Tachnun on Yud Gimel Nisan? Because that's the day that Avram Avinu did bris milo. So Shmuel Yankiv said for Oimiko Inyan Hu. What's the Oimik of what the Chasam Soifer is saying? Pasha, you learned this Chasam Soifer. That's the day Avram Avinu did bris milo. Wow, it's not Shaiyach. So if that's the day that Avram Avinu did bris milo. So that's a day that's cause for celebration. Literally. And we're not going to say Tachnan. It's much tiefer than that. The Oymiko Inyan is, is that the Ramban says in the end of Parshas Emor, That's when Klau Yisrael was formed. So when did Klau Yisrael become an Ummah? What's the first day in history that there was a Jew? It was Yud Gimel Nisan. And if that's the day, it's Virav Toivla Hu Yoimu, Viroy Lasoy Seyantif. The Oymik is not stamped that Avram Avinu did Brismilo. The Oymik is that the Ramban says that's the day that Avram Avinu became a Yid. That means the first time there was ever a Yid in this world. Bereshis Bishvil Yisrael Shanikoreshis, which is the Tachlas of Briyos Oilam, the Kedushas Yisrael, that whole Indian of what is the Oymik of a Yid, that came about on Yod Gimel Nisan. If that's the case, Veroy Lasoy Seyantiv, and certainly a reason not to say Tachnon, and we will stop here.